This podcast may contain language that is not suitable for all listeners. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment purposes and may not reflect the views and opinions of the hosts. Oh, hey, 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 and welcome to Without Definite Aim. This is a podcast where we utilize a random topic generator to dictate the direction of our conversation. My name is Drewski, or Drew if you want to be boring, but feel free to just call me Drewski anytime, anywhere, any place. Doesn't matter. If I see you walking in the mall, hey, yo, Drewski, I'm on it. Uh, but that's my name, and I'm here, and I'm one of your hosts. What's up? And I'm your other host, uh, and you can call me Vincent, you can call me Vinny, you can call me Vin, you can call me Vincenzo, but if you fucking call me Vince, there's going to be a fight, and I will win. Yeah, there's going to be a problem. Don't call him Vince. <laughs> Don't call me Vince. Someone uh, in a public place the other day uh, called me Vince, and I was like, oh, it's actually Vincent or Vinny. And they were like, oh, oh, oh. They were all, they were like, okay, whatever. <laughs> whatever, Vince. Yeah, that, 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 I think we've discussed this before, but my, my no-no is Andy. I just don't like Andy. You can call me Andrew. You can call me Drew. You can call me Drewby, Drewski, Drewzel, Drew, Hala, you know, like any, literally anything. Um, just don't call me Andy. You call him Andy. It's going to be some fisty cuffs. You call me Vince, there's going to be fisticuffs. You call us Vince and Andy, it's you're not going to be... Coming, gonna, you're not going home that night. <laughs> it's going to be a fatality, let's just yeah. put it that way. <laughs> fatality. Which reminds me, have you watched the new Mortal Kombat movie? I have. Okay, I, have. I, haven't, I have not watched it, but I feel like I'm interested in it. What's the, Vinny, what's the, what's the <laughs> Vincenzo review on Mortal Kombat? <laughs> Uh, you know, if you grew up, if you played any of the games, you got to watch it. Okay. It's, I mean, for anybody that expected. Yeah. I mean, it's nostalgic in the sense that it's an R, it's got a hard R. So that tells you a lot about it. You don't go to a Mortal Kombat movie for amazing dialogue or amazing plot or acting. You go there to see some violence. And that's what that movie delivers on. It's not an amazing movie, but it is a fun movie. The okay. end. Not amazing, but fun. All right, all right. Yeah, cool. it's fun. It's like it's like it's kind of like it reminds me of like I mean it's a very violent, but there's a throwback to just like '90s action, over the top goodness in it. You know. Sure. Almost a little cheesy, but. Oh, it's 100% cheesy. Yeah. But I liked uh, I liked the take on it. I'd be happy to watch another one. I don't have a big desire. I can't see myself revisiting this movie. Yeah, it's a one and done. There's not one and done, but I'd watch a sequel. Yeah, there's not much redeemable qualities about the movie. I mean, Scorpion Sub-Zero looked great. Yeah, if you know the characters and you know their moveset and stuff, sounds sounds like it's a fun time. You're like, I remember doing that. You know, when when Scorpion does his like... Get over here. That's like classic Scorpion, you know? Right. Yeah, it's fun, but it's worth a watch. All right. 
maybe I'll do that um, all by myself tonight. All by myself. I was hoping you would do that. Um, uh, do you know what I would use for fatality if I was in Mortal Kombat? Ooh, I hope it's long, hard, and made of stainless steel. I would absolutely use a stainless steel tube. Just plunge it right into their forehead. Um, and I would get that. I would get that from Bentec. Uh, Bentec was established in 1992 and is based in Brisbane, Australia. Bentec mm. is Australia's. That whole country. It's their only manufacturer of stainless steel tubes. The company then takes the tube in various shapes and manufactures grab rails, handrails, boat rails. Get over here, Captain. Nice, and a range of other products. For the aged care, disability, and transport markets, you can find everything they have to offer, including fatality tubes, at www.bedtech.com.au. We retract that. Bedtech sell nothing that involves murder. <laughs> yeah, it's true. They do not. They don't. Uh, Thank you, Bedtech. Yeah, they don't have any fatality tubes. You know, if they did, I would buy one, but they don't. So, fatality okay. tubes it sounds like a slide that you go down that just kills you <laughs> oh my god like a That's... final destination like uh yeah you're going down like yeah like a water slide and all of a sudden you just get stuck in there and you die <laughs> yeah it's like the, it's like yeah it's the it's the water park where you they put you down the fatality tube you don't come back from it you're going just straight down into hell that's just like a that's just like a real steep slide right into hell. It's probably some rusty nails when you go down that maybe scratch up your boom boom. Ouch. And if you don't die going down the fatality tube, you're probably gonna get tetanus. <laughs> oh man. Oh man, yeah, you might have a nail just lodged into your taint, which would be pretty uncomfortable. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, I, You know what I feel like, though? The older I've got, the more I squint at thinking about things that relate to, like, groined pain. Yeah, that's an age thing. So, when you were 22, someone said, hey, nailed your taint. And you're like, all right, let's do it. That's not... <laughs> <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Sometimes uh. people tell me shit now, and I'm like, ooh, that sounds terrible. And that's just life. Life comes at you, you know. Twenty-two-year-old Vinny, hey, can I kick you in the nuts? Fucking hell yeah, mate. Forty-year-old <laughs> Vinny, fact, can I kick it. you in the nuts? Fuck no. Yeah, yeah. Twenty-two's like, yeah, record it, put it on YouTube. See how many views we get on that. This guy, <laughs> I don't even think you, YouTube didn't even exist when I was twenty-two. That's right. You're old as shit. Um, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. All right, you have the random topic generator, is that right? Uh, you have guessed correctly, I do have the okay. random topic right. generator. Because if, 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 if you didn't have the random topic generator, we'd be in trouble. All right, it's Vinny, true. you're going you're gonna to press the button. It's going to spit out a random topic. We're going to talk about it. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, go for it. And our random topic for this week's episode is... Medieval food. Medieval food, huh? <laughs> I don't even... Well, okay. 
Maybe I can guess it's a medieval food. Like, what's the first thing that comes to mind when you think of medieval food? Because I know where my mind goes. I think I just think of, like, bread. Like, I feel like they did a lot <laughs> just... of bread in medieval times. <laughs> They're just like, here you go, mate. You just you ordered just a big cup a of water of and some bread. Yeah. A loaf of bread. I d- actually, you know what? I, I was thinking of, like, a knight's feast. That's the first thing I thought of. But... Uh, no, I, when I think of like, that's what I think they give the people in the fucking cell some moldy bread. <laughs> yeah. It's all hard. They, got, they like are breaking their teeth to try to eat it. I get bread. That does sound. Yeah. Bread. Maybe like, what else would they have with some bread? Some cheese? They had some cheese and bread. Yeah. Maybe some, some, some lard. Is that. Is oh, I bet you that was one hundred percent. I bet you that's one hundred percent. That doesn't. That sounds so unappetizing to me. Lard and bread. <laughs> Here you go, Drew. Uh, tonight we're having lard and bread for dinner. And, and if you're lucky, water. if you're lucky, you can flake. You can pepper in some salmon. Some salmon flakes onto your lard and, and bread. Salmon flakes are medieval, are they? I don't know. Yeah, I don't okay. know why. I don't know why I have just, just, just like... almost. It's almost like an endearing sense of like fresh, fresh baked bread. Like, you know, like I can just see the, the, the baker just kneading the dough day in, day out. He pops it in the, in the oven... It fluffs up beautifully. It has those nice, like, three or four cuts right down the middle. It's a round loaf. That's that's kind of what I'm I'm picturing as medieval food. I, yeah, I, I, I didn't think of that initially because I just thought of, like, feast. But that's obviously, I mean, let's... Listen, I'm, a, many- I'm a fucking pet. I'm a, I'm a peasant. So, <laughs> you know, like, of course, I'm thinking, like, well, shit, what can I get by with? No worries. Yeah, bread. No worries. Um, no, I agree. That that's accurate. I I admit, I instantly thought of like a feast, but let's be honest. I mean, how many fucking peasants were having like feasts? You know, you think of those like medieval movies, and there's like a table full of like delicious-looking succulent meats, like chickens with and pigs with apples in their mouths, and. Mm-hmm. Other delicious, like, fruits and things and tarts on the table. That's what I think of initially when I think of medieval food. Uh, but, I mean, the peasants outweighed the kings and queens and knights. So, the peasants were just having their fucking bread and lard. They did. Yeah. Yeah, for what... I, I think of, um like, for the feasts, for whatever reason, like... I know this isn't food, but, like barrels of mead come to mind you know like oh pour me another mead yeah i don't know why it's british but that's just i guess they all all were british um i'm I'm looking at the uh medieval cuisine wikipedia page it said that uh you know what what does it say here uh bread porridge gruel what is gruel sounds terrible like ground oats wheat boiled in water or milk so it's kind of like oatmeal i guess but it sounds less less appetizing Appetizing. than oatmeal 
Yeah, I, I, the, well, at least when I said search medieval food, the first thing that came up was a little blurb that said the average peasant's diet in medieval times consisted largely of ba- barley. Peasants also grew carrots, onions, cabbage, garlic to flavor their breads, porridges, soups, uh, made cheese to eat with their bread, and gathered apples, pears, mushrooms in order to make pies and tarts. Yeah, I mean, you got to understand, like, medieval times is you kind of eat what you have, right? Like, like, you know, like I have a goat. It makes cheese every once in a while. Now we have a loaf of bread. We're good to go. We got some bread, some goat cheese. Let's, let's do it. Maybe, maybe if you're lucky, you have some, some wine or, or some, you know, some beer. I don't know. Medieval times is also a entertaining dinner and uh entertainment show that you can see in anaheim i believe i've not been maybe we should go let's add it to our list okay we've committed to a renaissance sphere yeah yeah. we've committed to that we've still we still hold on a second i need to stop you there don't ever say renaissance it's renaissance renaissance for you it's renaissance just like it is medieval as opposed to what i say i i feel like you separate the medi and evil like it's like medieval how do you say it then just medieval like medieval well i I think i say it's not an accent on e but it's medi medieval times yeah i guess it kind of is yeah but you're like medi comma evil times <laughs> it's just me butchering the english language again it's i do it a lot and i blame no, it on I being think, australian it's just not it's fair just, yeah it's just australians and i just don't ever want you to feel pressured by americans to say words the the way that we say them you know oops my mistake never never apologize in fact you should you should apologize i should apologize for ruining your accent on this show because i think <laughs> I think about half of our half of our listeners tune in just to just to hear you say words like renaissance. It's true. Uh, everyday food for poor people in the, major, in the Middle Ages consisted of cabbage, beans, eggs, oats, brown bread. So lots of farts. Wait, is what we're did getting you say at? Cabbage, beans, oats, boat rails. Is that what I heard? <laughs> <laughs> brown boat rails. <laughs> brown boat rails. Uh, uh, and brown bread. Sometimes as a specialty, they would have cheese, bacon, or poultry. All classes commonly drank ale or beer. Milk was also available, but usually served for younger people. Isn't that funny? Like, I associate that too. Like, everybody's like, when you're a kid, drink lots of milk. It's good for your bones. Which that is, never I changed think it's kind since of medieval myth, times. Right? Yeah. I think the whole, like, got milk... That was like centered around that marketing campaign was like you needed milk for your bones and really you need you need calcium for sure. But it's not like drink a lot of milk. You're going to grow a lot. You know, like there's no correlation there. Um, OK, so bread. Yeah, so you're I'm... thinking you're thinking just big, lavish dinner parties, basically 
but, the, you're, but you're king. right though like how many people are fucking having lavish like giant dinner parties with tables like i think of i it just seems like i, I mean this is purely a portrayal in cinema but it seems just seems like who the fuck eats all that shit like there's no way everybody in the car well i guess they're probably i guess it like once the kings and the queens and the knights have had their taking i guess they give it to like servants and maybe even some peasants they make a gruel the next day they reuse some they make that breakfast gruel with some leftover meats maybe yep yeah, there's got to be a lot of stews, a lot of stew, you know, just cook down the meat into a hearty broth. I remember seeing, um, which I thought was really interesting, that like a lot of spices that we use now, like when trade routes started opening up and countries were trading with other countries, like how no one knew how, to, well, not that we know how to use this spices, we just spices, we just started using them in a specific way, but Back then, they would just fucking throw that shit into everything. You're like, making a dessert? Oh, yeah, let's put all this spice in there. Making a savory dish? Yeah, all the same spices. Why not? Apparently, like, that was a really lavish thing because it came from this other country. Like, you know, they obviously... We know that spices were traded. They had their... uh, You know, it was like a form of currency. What is it called? The spice trade or spice route? Like, the, the... East Eastern Spice Trade or something like that, right? I don't, yeah. I don't know what exactly what it's called. I can't remember off the top of my head, but yeah, yeah, it's a it's a sign of like wealth, right? Like, it's kind of it's kind of why you know it it it's the same thing as like people who wore purple in the in the medieval times. Like those people were rich because they could afford the import. Yeah, same with spices. Um. Yeah, I'll just say, too, as a diabetic in the medieval times, I'm dead maybe by 15, I think. I think I'm, oh. I think I'm an early casualty. I'm one of those kids that doesn't really make it into later life. I mean, here's the, I, I've, I don't think, in you saying that, I don't think I've ever really thought about, like, 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 diabetics, that's obviously been a problem for humans going back centuries. It's crazy think so. to think. Yeah. Like, I don't know if anybody's ever, um, uh, maybe no one gives a shit, I, I don't know. But, like, that's interesting to me to think, like, people just died back in the day. And they're like, well, uh, no one knew they were diabetics. Dude, check this out. All right. I don't know if, it, I don't know how, like, I don't know, I don't know how, th- this says, th- this, whatever this, I, I just Googled life expectancy in medieval times, right? This article says, on average, life expectancy was 33 years in the Middle Isn't Ages. Isn't that wild? Isn't that crazy? I've definitely heard that kind of thing before. And then maybe someone of, like, royalty, maybe, like, 40s or 50s. But that's even stretching it. Yeah, maybe it's... Yeah, it says something like you have maybe, like, a 50% chance to make it to your 50s. You got to pick that trade, dude. If you're not a king or queen, you got to pick that trade that's a safe one. Like blacksmith in the medieval, terrible trade. Lots of hazards in the workplace. Dude, if uh, you die, if you die with all 10 fingers, you're lucky, right? <laughs> that medieval, commonly in the medi- medieval times, 
Uh, most people only were missing a few of their fingers. Very common. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. There's a lot of... Maybe there's a lot of... Uh... There's a lot of misleading stuff. It's all different. So this... This says life expectancy is about 50-50 odds you could expect to live into your 60s and 70s. Well, I don't know if that's true. I believe this the shorter is, period of time. This is like, according to church and burial records. I would believe the shorter time because there was so many... Obviously, there was like, besides like herbal medicine, I mean, how many people died from... Just a, a simple infection. Right. Well, yeah, exactly. Even like pre, I mean, you know, that's why penicillin is considered one of the greatest inventions or discoveries of all time, right? Like literally mm. all time is like you get a bacterial infection, you, you it's like po very possibly you die from that, which is insane. Nowadays, we're just like, yeah, give me, give me some antibiotics and I won't even take all the pills because I'm a terrible human. <laughs> I won't even take all the pills because I'm a terrible human. I, you know what I think it's scary now, like how many strains of infections there are that are resilient to penicillin. That is fucking scary. Yeah, I mean, one of the re I mean, it is one of the reasons I went to like an exhibit down in San Diego one time. One of the reasons is that we don't finish our cycles for those antibiotics, and so we don't end up killing off all of the bacteria. And what happens is. That's a larger portion of that bacteria that becomes res res resistant to that antibiotic, right? Because there is a certain percentage of the bacteria that is resistant, um, regardless of how much you take. The idea is you kill off enough so that it can't kind of reproduce, essentially. And so if you don't take your full cycle of antibiotics, what happens is you have the percentage of the sm very small percentage of bacteria that is already resistant to say penicillin but then you also didn't kill off all of the other bacteria that you were targeting that would have died and so now you have that small percentage that can reproduce with that larger percentage and then all of a sudden the bacteria starts becoming more and more resistant to antibiotics hmm so that was your science corner with drewski Oh, is that a new segment? Bow, Science down, Corner? Down, 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 down. Yeah. Science Corner with Drewski. Yeah. Science, science, science. <laughs> uh, so, basically, people are dumb. They don't take all their tablets. And the end. Yeah, and, and you know, and the end equals super bacteria that we can't kill. And then everyone starts dying from simple bacteria infections again. Is that you know scary? Was... Is that stressful for you? Vinny just put his head in his hands and like rubbed his temples. Yeah, just like, like, fuck uh... me, man. No, I actually don't really worry about that kind of stuff, to be honest. I don't. I mean, I hate the idea of like bugs out there that basically medicine can't help us with. That that's definitely scary, and we found that. Like, I mean, I, I think I've said it before, but like, I remember one of the last things that like Obama said was, um, well, someone in a in an interview, I think he said like, what what is the scariest thing in the future to you? And he said pandemics. 
and then Trump got into presidency and basically disbanded his, you know, pandemic response team that he left there as like a measure because he felt like that was the biggest threat. And I'm sure that came from people within his circle, you know, health officials and stuff. And boom, fucking Covis came and kicked us in the gonads. Yeah, they just straight up nut punched us, dude. Donkey kick right to the testicles. I mean, humans are disgusting, so it doesn't surprise me. Yeah. And we do disgusting things. Uh, it doesn't surprise me that it came along either. I mean, I, I didn't know that I would see it as soon as I did. But I'm also not like that surprised. And I'm not surprised that it's lasted this long as well. Yeah, I mean, I wiped my ass with my hand uh, just not a couple hours ago. <laughs> I'm, I'm you know, kidding. I, I need, I I need the disclaimer in there because it's a joke. I don't know if this is true. This came from family that visited India, but I remember they told me that it was commonplace in India and probably for lower class, um, lower classes that Indians ate food with their... <laughs> Trish is shaking his head like, I don't want to hear this. Um, but I heard that, uh, and I don't, I don't know if there's truth behind this, but uh, it came from, like I said, family that visited India that Indians don't... A lot of Indians, particularly lower class, don't eat with utensils. They eat with their hand, typically right hand, because the left hand was used to help wipe the boom boom. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard that as well. And I'm sure that's not all, like just India, but well, I'm sure there's it, a lot dude, of third world countries. I, I mean, we're talking about like medieval times, right? And just how, like, you know, how we even take advantage, of, like how we even take salt for you know granted now, but like. Toilet paper in 2021 is not a worldwide, like it's not widely available to everybody. Like people wipe their ass with their hands. They wipe their ass with leaves and poison ivy. And then they have itchy butt for, you know, two weeks, which sounds terrible. Like (laughs) itchy butt, (laughs) itchy bum bum, dude. Um, Um, But yeah, it's crazy, dude. Crazy. I know. I I mean, I guess that's where I'm like completely and utterly privileged to think that I've grown up toilet paper because using a leaf sounds very unappetizing to me. I mean, there's, there's some nice leaves out there, you know? Yeah, I'm man. Sure there's... there's some soft ones too. I'm sure you could find, you could gather some softer leaves, some more hairy leaves, you know? You just got to make sure that that's not going to rash, you know, fuck you up down there because that would be very uncomfortable. <laughs> fuck you up down there. I... Don't know that we have poison ivy in Australia, to be honest, or I've never come into contact with it uh, that I know of. But I've also heard there are there is like a portion of people that don't react to poison ivy as well. Interesting. I don't know. Yeah, what. I've never I've never had any like poison ivy, poison oak rash um, because I'm just so I'm so good at spotting it in the fucking wild. Um, but I don't need to look for it. Quick... The... I just have a quick question for you. Okay. Are you um, are you like a super extra cushiony toilet paper guy? Um, are you kind of middle road? Are you one ply for the you know for the financial uh, benefit? Like where are you at? Uh, we currently use toilet paper by a company called. Who gives a crap or who gives a shit? <laughs> really? That's awesome. And it's it's a company that all their toilet paper is 100% recycled. Oh, beautiful. So, like, this is the same toilet paper that, say, 
maybe Prince Harry wiped his ass with, you know, not two <laughs> years before, and they were just like, hey, you know, there's not a lot of shit on this piece of paper. We'll just recycle it. Is that how that works? Uh, I'm being I'm being facetious. I know it's not like that, but um, yeah, recycled toilet gives... paper sounds like yeah, you know, he. You know, Prince Harry bunches it up, so there's a bunch of toilet paper he doesn't actually touch his bum with. So, you know, we just went through and picked off the pieces and put it back into a roll. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, the company, Jen found them. Uh, I think last year, too. I mean, I, I we've always been trying to be pretty um, open about recycling and, and, and using products that are better for the environment. But I'm going to send the link to, to Drew. Uh, yeah, the company is called Who Gives a Crap? Uh, all their paper is 100% recycle. The two standard papers they have are 100% recycled toilet paper. It's three-ply, double-length rolls. And then we've also used the premium, which is a little bit more expensive, but it's 100% bamboo toilet paper because bamboo is uh, grows very quickly. And I actually like the bamboo stuff a little bit more. It's a little bit more in price. And it's not, not, the toilet paper's not particularly soft, but it's not rough either. But I feel like toilet paper that's too soft leaves little, like, poo balls on your bum. I need a little bit of grip from my toilet yes, paper. Yes, 100%, I, I right? I need it to kind of anchor right, you know, as I'm wiping up. I need it to anchor a little bit so it gets the most grab on the way up. You know what I'm saying? If it's too soft, it just slides up. You're like, there's, I know there's still shit on my bum. I know there's still shit on my asshole. I need to go back for a fourth wipe. And, you know, fucking all of a sudden you just used a whole roll of two-ply, super cushy toilet paper. And, you know. Uh... You, you know. So, um, listen, I was using my toilet paper the other day. And what I did was I started down near my ball sack and wiped up just once and flushed it down the toilet. Uh, and then I, I ran into Christopher Walken, uh, Christopher Walken Dolphin. So these, these toilet, this toilet, I'm just giving this toilet company, toilet paper company, a plug here. They ship in, uh, the size of the boxes, uh, 48 rolls. Uh, it's a big old box too. And they've got like lovely like paper around all their product. All the toilet papers have like these cool patterns on the paper. And when you get to the end of the box, which we'll put all the toilet paper in like kind of a, a closet where we have all that kind of stuff. Uh, there's like the emergency rolls. It's like reorder, reorder. And they have like different colored paper for when you get to the end as like a it's reminder. Like an alar- it's like an alarm. But oh, you can emerg- order it like. <laughs> That's cool. I'm looking at it right now. You, know, you can do like a one-time purchase or you can subscribe and get it cheaper. We worked out, I think we subscribed, but we worked out that it worked out to be like a little bit more than like us buying from Target or Costco or something. Just a tiny bit more. Like we're talking dollars as well. It wasn't a lot, but we're buying something that is like good for the environment. So Yeah, yeah so uh, this is I, for the premium bamboo toilet paper. You got 48 rolls. It's $52. So it's, you know, it's about a dollar a roll, just above a dollar a roll. And how long does that last you? How long does that box last you? 
Uh, I feel like we go through toilet paper, but I, we. I feel like we get like. I honestly, I don't know. I don't don't know that. If I, I'm just throwing a, a big guess in the dark here, but I feel like we're getting maybe a month, month and a half. It's not terrible. I mean, it's basically you're you're spending about a dollar a day, right? There's five bums in this house that need to be wiped. Okay, some people wipe their sure. bum a little bit more. Dad likes to go to the toilet. You know, so I, know I might. Do. I probably have of everybody in the house. I probably have the largest toilet paper consumption. I'm six foot. There's a lot of bum down there to wipe. Okay, I don't. I, people don't understand what what it means to have a hair in and around your butthole it makes it harder to get all the poop it's true if it wasn't so painful to wax i might just do it i might just go for it down there dude yeah i i, I recently tried an eyebrow waxing because my um my future i guess future sister-in-law Haley's brother's girlfriend right now um is kind of getting into like the facial industry, like the esthetician industry. And so she waxed like my unibrow a little bit under my, she kind of shaped <laughs> I my remember they were digging into you about your unibrow. They were, they gave me a hard time. Um, and so I, you know, she's like, do you want me to wax it? And I was like, I don't know. I'm kind of nervous. Like, ah, it doesn't hurt that much. The, the unibrow did not feel that bad. Underneath, like the eyebrow. Oh, it's that's like, nerve central to under the there, side. Dude. Really tender. That did not feel good. So I can only imagine what that feels like just above your anus. It's <laughs> it's probably not very pleasant. Um, I want you to know, as a good friend of yours too, I never ever thought that you had a unibrow. Okay, bro. No, yeah, I, I think I, I really appreciate that. Yeah, if once you get like up and close, there you 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 can see there's some action in the middle of my forehead, but it's not like a very it's not like a whoa, dude, that guy has a unibrow. It's just you know, it's just a little manliness. There. Yeah, there's okay. just some hair there. That's, That's not right. a big deal. No, uh, I, going back to medieval food, I was thinking about this. You said salt, like how we think about salt. I, was like, I think, and I just thought to myself, I was like, oh yeah, I bet medieval food was fucking bland. I bet you it was bland. Like you said gruel. I can only imagine that gruel, oats and barley or whatever the it's fuck else texture. they had in it. That's all it is. Oh, dude, it's sounds... just a sloppy, slimy blah, texture, you know? It just sounds like it, it's like when you see the movies and the kid is at the new school and he gets lunch for the first time and, and the freaking lunch lady plops that shit on the plate yeah. or prison scene in a movie mm-hmm. that is gruel that's gruel that's gruel that's it's gruel. fucking some oats maybe some barley in there maybe some leftover veg that nobody gives a shit about just steeped brooded milk and Ugh. yeah or I bet water kind of gray which is even worse yeah, I Even just feel like bland. it would be kind of. I bet you it kind of gets this gray color. Yeah, so I have I have no desire to eat medieval foods, but you know, a nice nice fresh baked loaf of bread. You know, not a lot of seasoning going on, but we don't. But you know, I mean, you've been to a fancy restaurant where they start the meal with like fucking bread and they give you some oil uh, and balsamic so to dip that good. shit in. Yeah, like it's crazy. Like I think That's bread is simple. one of those things. It is simple, but bread is one of those things we do take for granted, I feel like. 
for the most part, like where you actually have like some solid, nice, like freshly baked bread or bread made from like a sourdough starter where like you can, it definitely has more depth of flavor and you don't feel as like gross after eating it. Like, totally. It's not like the process bullshit you get at the grocery store. Even if you go to like, um, yeah, like if you were to go to like an actual bakery and you get a loaf of bread to eat just like as toast or maybe sandwich bread, you know, use on a sandwich, the fresh baked bread, it goes quick. You got to use it because it'll, it, it, it totally like molds over a lot quicker, but yeah, you're right. Why do you feel better eating that bread? It just, it just feels lighter. Maybe I noticed that when Jen was, when Jen had a sourdough starter, which rest in peace, sourdough starter, we loved you, but, but Hey, you were, you were here and gone before we knew it. (laughs) It's true. It, we didn't feed it for a few days. It started to smell weird. You got to feed that shit. Um, but no, I noticed with Jen's bread too, uh, it, it just seemed like, I think because all the culture in it digests a lot of the gluten more, it's easier on the old tum-tum. Uh, yeah. It definitely, and sure I noticed that... like... Go ahead. Huh? No, I, I, we, I just had it one night like as a snack. I just put some straight, I fucking straight went medieval on it. I went... I just sliced it you fresh. Went sourdough nope. and lard. What the, this guy? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I went like night class. I went uh, nice bread. It was sourdough bread with just some cheese. We had some cheese that I got from Trader Joe's. Pretty simple cheese, uh, and man, it was fucking good. good it's like you. you just think you're like, oh, you've been a basic bitch. You're eating cheese on bread. Like, wait, wait, you put some pickles on there or some sliced deli meat. No, this like natural nice bread with cheese was amazing thank you jen gotta love gotta love the natural bread um but any uh pretty much anything else in the medieval times sounds pretty terrible and i don't want to do it gruel unless you're uh a king or a queen or a knight or somebody uh considered very valuable by royalty maybe you get to you get second helping on the feast there after the king and the queen have been gone town on it yeah, otherwise you're just eating garbage. Just, just straight garbage. I bet you there was some nice little, like, farmy people that had pretty good, you know. Yeah, but the thing is with the farmers, they had to sell. They they just oh, were so poor right. that you, had to, you have to sell all the good shit. Like, you can't afford to just, like, go to town on your apples, you know? You gotta... Daddy, daddy, Timmy's eating the apples again. And, Ten and lashings for Timmy. No, f- yeah, Farmer Ted murdered Timmy. Timmy died that night. <gasps> oh, no, Timmy. <laughs> he didn't get lashings. He got murdered. Yeah, Jesus. he got hung. He got hung and quartered. Just kidding. Oh. That's really, yeah, it's really dark. I'm sorry. Um, Timmy, we daddy, love I'm you. Daddy, I'm so hangry. Can lashes. we eat Timmy? <laughs> Only 10 lashes for Timmy. Sorry, bud. Um, <laughs> Oh, man. Ten All lashings, right. and then he got hung. Yeah, yeah, ten lashings, and then we murdered him. So he, he suffered, and then we killed him. Um, Yeah, sounds like a terrible time. All right, do you think it's time for how much? It's time for how much. All right, it is time for how much? Your host, Vinny. Me. I'm gonna try, uh, by the way really quick before you do I'm gonna, I, I'm going to try your who gives a crap toilet paper I hope you know that oh dude I, I'm I'm all about that company we've been ordering it since last year oh no actually this year maybe I don't know if we did it last year this year but 
we just didn't want to deal with the sh- like for anybody not in the u.s that listens to the podcast there was a lot of nonsense last year here in america with toilet paper being bought out like it was like ridiculous like people were hoarding that shit it was it was crazy um and that's when we started uh we we bought it at some point jen found it and yeah we haven't gone back and we will continue to use that company because it's great i love it both toilet papers are pretty good like the bamboo a little bit more of course that's why it's a little more expensive all right what do you got for us uh how much to only raw celery for a week oh <laughs> that's really hard for me Vinny, because i i eat so much fucking food i feel like well so do i too that's what that's why it's a how much uh only, i'll be like honest only celery like no toppings nothing just just celery i feel like you can do like liquids like so water, ranch. maybe coffee. No, I think just straight up. I think oh, you're fucking rougher, dude. All well, right. I mean, that kind of takes away from the only eating it for a week. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, Here's the no thing. Bumps, what, do, what do they call it? Ants on a log? With- People, I, f- I feel like that was like, that's the biggest scam of like food snacks as a child. Celery, I like celery in a soup when it's cooked down or, you know, you cook it with other things. It, it does add flavor to something but i tell you what raw celery even as an adult it's not a particularly appetizing flavor to me no i don't mind it i actually don't mind it and, but and I just, what's even weirder is that ants on a log is raw celery with peanut butter and and raisins and i swear to god celery and peanut butter legitimately works i don't know why who the fuck first tried celery and peanut butter together i don't know but hey, more power to him. You know, I guess there's was, a little bit of genius there. I think it was a fucking stone. Someone who was stoned off their fucking tits. That's who it was. Yeah, yeah. I've had I've had some interesting combinations when being pretty drunk. Like, um, like you can't really beat pretzels and Nutella. That's a good. It's a good combo. Oh, that, you know, it's not even drunk food. That's just being a classy bitch. That's being a classy bitch. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I will eat raw celery for sure, but I, I, I remember having like ants on a log or I think I just had peanut butter and celery and I just like, I don't think this makes the celery taste better to me. It just, celery has a very aggressive flavor and I don't mind it. Like it works well. I understand like, you know, people slice it up and put it in like, like a chicken salad or something. You know, I feel like sometimes chicken salad has little bits of diced up celery in it. Uh, and I, I think it's, I think celery is great, like cooked in things, but raw celery is pretty aggressive. I bet you would lose like a fucking ton of weight too. Yeah, totally. Cause it's, a, I think it's a lot of water. Celery. Celery and is it's super fibrous. You might even get constipated. Week? Yeah, dude. Straight up oh. seven days. Seven days of celery. You know, like after day one, you're going to be fucking over celery. Like that's going to put a hex on celery that you're not going to probably want to eat it for a yeah. year. I would say, I would say 500 bucks. I'm with you. I think I could do it. I think 500 is fair. I'm, I'm on the 500 I was kind of thinking maybe, you know, 300, but I'll just say 500 because uh, seven days of just celery you can't do anything with it that's pretty that's pretty terrible 
I bet you day four, day five, I'm guessing, there'd be some gagging from the taste of it. Yeah, totally. And 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 you're smart to mention there could be some constipation there, which is is really uncomfortable. Yeah, uh, I feel like the the fiber thing because it's pretty fibrous. I bet you have some poos that you'd be trying. But to hey, listen, seven days, seven days in the grand scheme of things in life, not that long. You know, I would be pretty hungry. If you're if you're telling me I can do coffee, I think I could. I think five hundred is fair. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm talking about something you're eating. You don't eat coffee; you drink it. So I feel like liquids. I think is fair, but you know, I think you. What if I juice ev- the celery? I think that's fair, but I think there's got to be some consumption in there too. Yeah. But 500, okay. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think I could do it for 500 bucks too. I, I feel like it's going to be fucking miserable though. Yeah. Yeah, I the don't, first I don't meal, mind you know, the, the texture of... No, the crunch is nice. I like yeah. I, I think it's got a nice texture, but it's just an aggressive... It's a very pungent flavor. Yeah, the, yeah like you mentioned, the, the breakfast is actually going to... It's going to kick you off on a great day, I feel like. Have a couple celery. stocks. Yeah, have a couple stocks of celery. You just feel good going into your day. Like, oh man, I I, I woke up and I had celery for breakfast. <laughs> and then lunch, you're like, ah, okay, yeah, no, this is. <laughs> you know, I wish I had a little bit more. And then and then I think by dinner on the first day, you're like, fuck celery, right? Like, like oh, one hundred percent. You're like, I think I watched something where someone there's a girl who she's a journalist for Vice and she she tries fad diets. And one of them was eating watermelon, like lots of watermelon, basically nearly every meal for like a week or something to lose some extreme amount of weight. And I think by dinner, like even seasoning it up, she put like some kind of seasoning on it. She was just like, uh, <laughs> she started gagging just because she'd had it for breakfast and lunch and then watermelon again. She was just like, uh. like you know, just- with watermelon, you could do some like. I'm just trying to get creative with the watermelon. You could do some like, have you had this like tahine? Have you had tahine before? Like a chili limon? A uh, chili limon. I've had tahine. I don't, I don't think I've put it on watermelon, but I've had it. Hey, you could spice that watermelon up a little bit with some chili limon. Add a little, it's a, it's a very Mexican flavor. Add a little, add a little spice, a little flavor to it. I do like tahine. I put some of that tahine on popcorn once. That was good. That, that that actually does sound good. Yeah, dude, just straight up like fresh popcorn out of the pop. I put some, I put a little bit of bub butter on it, and then I just sprinkled some tahine. I know we've, I know we've talked about popcorn before on the podcast, but I'll just reiterate. I'm, I'm, I'm a very, I'm, I'm kind of a minimalist when it comes to popcorn. I, I'm really, really firm on just give me some butter, maybe. Maybe a little bit of salt because the butter's already salty. Maybe a little bit of salt. That's all I need. Drew, popcorn. But Drew's a, such a popcorn purist. He doesn't even fucking do that like pre-made bag shit. Movie theater only, baby. <laughs> but not movie theater bagged microwave popcorn. Nah, it doesn't cut it. I need it popped in the in the big ass popcorn machines. Oh. For whatever reason, I don't know if it's like the butter mix that they use, but it just it it hits it hits different. It hits different. 
But hey, you know, movie theaters are, are kind of opening back up again. So, you know, I might get my fix in finally. When was the last time you had popcorn? I've indulged in some bagged popcorn and always, every, every time I'm like, man, this just isn't the same. I'm so disappointed. It is. It is. It's like, oh, popcorn. It's like, ah, man, you know, it's okay. It's It's not bad. Don't get me wrong. The bagged popcorn is not bad. But the movie theater popcorn is just that fucking good. So, um, you know, we went to the drive-in. I think I told you. We went to the drive-in a few months ago. And, you know, obviously the great thing about the drive-in movie theater is that you can still stay socially distant to everyone else watching the movie. And they had, they had like, popcorn machine, you know, that you could walk to in the building. Um, so was, it, was it good? It wasn't great. I was a little bit disappointed. They did. It wasn't. They didn't have any really like. I don't. Where was the. Where's the butter? It was dry. I need some moisture. Come on. Yeah, popped corn is pretty fucking dry. It is. If you don't. If you don't moisten it up with some. Some good butter. Moisten what are you, what are you really doing? So, anyways. <sighs> yeah. Anyway. So uh, Drew and I, we agree, 500 bucks for a week of only, seven days of eating celery. Three meals in a day, God, snacks dude. if you need them. The more I it think sounds, about it, the more terrible it sounds, but. Yeah, I, I think it's fair to say. I don't know that you can go crazy on drinks, but I think like water, coffee, maybe a few other things here and there, but. Would you allow yeah, me a every, beer? A, a beer? Times. Yeah, yeah, I don't think that that's a bad thing. But any meal that you eat, like anything, I think that's that's the firm rule. Is that if you have to, if, if you have a meal, crunching anything, it's celery. Yeah, you can't just fucking carb up on beers all day because yeah. obviously we know that that's not realistic. But yeah, you having a meal, it's got to be celery. Sounds terrible. <laughs> all right, that was <laughs> how much <laughs> with your host Vincenzo. Me. If you want to pay me five hundred dollars to eat celery for a week, I'll do fucking it. do it. He'll fucking do it. All right, everybody, thanks for listening. Be sure to check out our Instagram page at Without Definite Aim Podcast. You can find our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, YouTube, pretty much anywhere. Um, and wherever you catch our podcasts, be sure to follow us, subscribe, rate, review, whatever that looks like on whatever platform. Um, just go that extra mile for us so we can we can see the love or the feedback either way. Thank you for listening again. As always, we will see you in your lovely ears next week. Adios. Bye.